Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> so you're 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 you you really were. This is twenty six episodes. And you're definitely finally learning to be apprehensive when I say your name. And that's good. <laughs> that's a very good thing. Um, as a recap for people who may not have listened last week, I stand by every extremely positive thing I said about you. No. I do. Things I'm sorry, but I do. Things have happened in the last week that, that, <laughs> that have changed your opinion of me. Even more so for the better. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're like a really good person. No. You are. You're like a really good, possibly one of the best people I know. That's not true. No, I'm you, afraid it is. No, you just don't know enough people or something. I don't like, know. Not only are you like, first of all, I know a lot of people. I know. Don't, don't pull that. Uh, yeah. yeah you, you Don't be dishonest. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just like, no, you're like old school good person in my life. Like you're like the KRS one of like, like a mensch. <laughs> That is, man, that needs to be the next t-shirt. It needs to be like you, but like a KRS-One, like, <laughs> like a KRS-One uh, album cover, but it's you. And it just, it just says Mensch. I'm not making that. <laughs> That's okay. I can find someone on Fiverr who will. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, um, last week uh, I got pretty intense about my life and the kind of psychological struggle I'm dealing with by, you know, being locked up in the house. Mm -hmm. And I hate that. I hate pulling the veil off, but we have to, um, the way that is easiest for Michelle and I to fit recording the show into our schedules is that we do two at a time. Oh for no, those you told know. them. I told them. I know, I know. But so we do two at a time, which is often why like one will be topical and one is absolutely not topical because we know one will be like three days out, but then the mm -hmm. other one will be two weeks out. Um, But it really makes it a lot easier because then you and I just have to find like two hours to sit down right. uh, every two weeks. And that's, I feel like that's a lot easier than finding one hour every single week. Um. Also, it's like I'm already running a weekly podcast where I have to sit down every single week and do it. So mm -hmm. it, for me, it relieves me of a lot of, of stress. So, you know, as I'm talking to you right now, really, it was only like 10 minutes ago that I was telling like really harrowing and personal stories about, you know, fighting depression and anxiety and being really, you know, lame. Is that that's the word, right? Lame? Mm, no. Being a lame wad? Lame water, lame o. I don't know. They're both outdated, so I, I guess just <laughs> then pick what's one. The, what's the modern equivalent? You gotta, oh, I, you gotta I, I throw this know. to me. I don't know what oh, it is. Oh, so you're all about criticism, but never not about offering any solutions, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> don't worry, that was a wet cough, not a dry cough. Um, good. Good. Oh, uh, I talked to my uh, a friend of mine. I was about to say his name, and I'm so glad I didn't because he does not want to talk about this publicly. 
But um, he like he was talking to me. We hadn't talked in you know since the lockdown. He totally had COVID nineteen. Oh really? Um, well, he had every single symptom mm-hmm. and like pretty badly, and he had asthma. Oh, um, and he recovered. It took about eight days of just like of of just fever and cough and congest like really bad congestion mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But he got through it and he was okay. But um. They tested him for the flu and he came up negative and they tested him for COVID-19 and he came up negative, but it may have been past the window um, for, for the current test. It's also not very accurate. Yeah, Isn't it like so, a 30 or 40% false negative? I think so. So, I mean, because I mean, my cousin, we also think had it and she tested negative as well, but she had like all of the symptoms. So. Yeah. So it's, I know that there, there are newer tests coming that will be able to te- get the, an- tell the antibodies and everything, or they they already exist. Mm. Um, my community blood center just put out a call to anyone who had COVID-19 confirmed, had COVID-19 and has since recovered because we're starting to, um, take their plasma to start developing treatment. Cool. Somebody around here or somewhere on the radio, I heard gave their plasma to two people. And they seem to be, they did really good, maybe. Good. Or That's very good. <laughs> but, um, so any, but no, so he told me that and I was just kind of like, whoa. Cause yeah, he was telling me how sick he was. He was like, yeah, probably had that thing that's going around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, poor guy. Um, yeah. but you know, he, but he's doing much, much better. He's been well for like two weeks or three weeks okay, now. Okay, so. good, good. So he's all right. So, um, I don't remember what brought me to that to that thought. Um, but I'm glad that he's okay. Me too. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm glad that you're a very good friend. Really? You are, you, you know, cause so last time we talked, I got really heavy and talked about, you know, how hard things have been. So I think it's only fair to talk about the really positives. And one of the biggest positives in the world is that you have for some reason been willing to listen to me, bitch and moan. <laughs> All the time. How do you do it? How do you stand it? You're you're really not that annoying. So I'm not that annoying. I wasn't like when I was saying that I was like I wasn't sure which way to go with that because I could have said you're not you're really not annoying. So oh, that's I'm not, not fair. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, I have to. I, 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 it's okay that I'm a little annoying. I because I could get pretty frustrating and 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 talk about the same thing over and over again and just uh, I'm not a good friend is what I'm trying to say. Um, <clears throat> but no, I, I you know you have been somebody who is willing to sit on the phone with me all the time, listening to me vent about frustrations and things like that. Um. I finally figured out, and I told you this the other day, and I still think it's true. I finally figured out what what stir crazy really is. Mm-hmm. I used to think that stir crazy just meant like, oh my god, I gotta get out of this house. Like, I gotta get out of this house. That's that's not because that's not crazy. That's like you actually see the the possible solution mm-hmm. <laughs> is is like, man, I sure don't like being cooped up. I should leave the house. That's not crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Even if you're saying it like, oh my God, I got to get out of this house. That's still not really crazy. That maybe that's some mania, but that's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy I've discovered is when I forget that I'm cooped up anymore and just sit in a room and be insane. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I mean, honestly, like that's what it is. Like I'll be, I'll be sitting in my office, not even thinking about how much I would like to be doing other things. And then I'll read like a stupid news story and be like, God damn it. Ah!" And I'm like, like, Oh man, I think that I'm going insane. (laughs) Luckily I caught myself doing it. I was like, Holy crap. I just sat in this dark room for like an hour and a half, just mad about stuff. And I was like, this is probably not <laughs> constructive or useful or anything. I should probably stop. <laughs> Go in the other room, open a window, for God's sake. So, but I will say I have like felt these little moments where I'm like, I think I might be losing it. I should probably, I should probably change course a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's especially bad when it's just like, People on like Facebook saying like really mean things that are wrong, like wrong headed or whatever. And I have to be like, don't argue, Henrik. Don't get into a fight because like they're probably just in the same boat as you. They're stressed and and frustrated and tired and they they just don't like anything right now. Like you sitting there thinking about how much you hate their posts. Like just let them be. Leave them alone. Um, So... I mean, and that doesn't include people who are spreading like uh, incredibly dangerous, scurrilous, unscientific information. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. But that's died down a lot, probably because I deleted so many of those people. Yeah, yeah, me too. It might have also died down just because, you know, there is slightly better, uh, you know, slightly better information, mm-hmm. slightly better information out there. Maybe. Maybe. I still like my problem Facebook wise. Well, I have a lot of problems Facebook wise, but one of them is I keep every once in a while. Somebody's like, ha ha. Why is there, why are people wearing masks in their car? That's stupid. You're in your car. And it's like, cause I'm going to work and I don't want to not wear a mask when I get to work. Like, I don't understand why uh, I, you don't understand that. I do chuckle when I see people driving along uh, in their car in a mask. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I was going to like four different stores. I'm not going to take my mask off every time. And well, get my hands and my face dirty so that I could just put it back on. Well, and in your defense, you have a a substantial mask setup. I do. It's it's very hard. And the mask is also holding my hair up. So when I take it off, it's very hard to put it back on. See, that I get. That I get. It's when you're just wearing a little teeny tiny surgical mask. Like, mm-hmm. I just pull one ear off and let it hang flap off the side of my face. Okay, until yeah, I'm, I can't do until that. Until I get somewhere. Yeah, you can't. And actually, I tried. I, I have a lot of respect for you. I tried doing, like, the bandana and mask combo like you mm-hmm. do. And I felt like I was suffocating. It's not fun. <laughs> but you told me it was fun. Oh, right. I'm sorry I lied to you. <laughs> no, but, um... I I will admit, and I've mentioned this before, but like, I will admit I've also been struggling with like being super, super anxious when I go to the store and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like, by the time I am checked out, I'm of the grocery line. I'm like, like, I'm literally trying to like get myself down Mm -hmm. from being like really, really, really stressed um, and, and, and anxious. So I'm sure that the, that, uh, that having trouble breathing, which I have very minimal problem with like one layer of mask. Yeah, it's a little annoying, but it's not that bad for me. But when I tried the two layer of mask, I was like, I was like, I think I can't, I can't, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Everybody's looking at me, and I can't breathe, and they're all gonna cough on me. You know, like that kind of. Okay, that's not that's not actually what happened. I, I wish, I wish that my paranoid trips were that funny. 
or interesting is a better word were that interesting they're not it's more like oh god oh god oh god i just want to go home i just want to go home that's what i feel it's not nothing like hilarious or interesting to hear sorry it's okay i should i need to go crazier so the stories are better (laughs) yeah but i don't know if it's worth it it might be but i don't know it might be though um but no um so I want to talk about some things that uh, have made being locked up better. Okay. Um, There are things, um, you know, (laughs) some of them are good and some of them are medium good. (laughs) I'll put it that way. Um, One of them uh, that I would definitely put in the medium good category is eating. Mm -hmm. Um. I have learned how to make such a good grilled cheese. Also, you should not eat like 14 grilled cheeses a week. That's, it's just bad for you. That's just a little bit more than two a day. That's not that bad. Is that more? No, that's exactly two a day. Oh, you said 14. Yeah. I did say 14. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt so gaslit for a second. Sorry. You said it with, no, it's just funny because you said it with such adamant, you know, you were so confident. You're just like, that's just a little more than two a day. I'm like, what? Like, it's all the math, the, the, all the uh, geometry things are like flying yeah. by my face. <laughs> um, But no, so I have had, I've actually had to like thoughtfully scale back the amount of grilled cheeses I eat. Mm-hmm. Because I was just making them so much. Um, So I've had to scale back grilled cheeses. I've had to scale back like eggs and toast. Because I'm just, I was eating it so much, so often. Um, And it's like, it's not bad for you until you're eating it that often. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not good with portion control because I just want to feel full and it it relaxes me personally. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I'm going to make a big egg dinner, uh, eggs for dinner, I'm making, like, four scrambled eggs and, like, four slices of toast. Like, I want all of it, and I know that it's not wise, but it's what I do. Um, But, and then, you know, um, I can't tell you how much. I actually leave notes in the app when I order, like, DoorDash, which I have not been doing very much um, for multiple reasons, mostly trying to save money. Yeah. Um. But when I order food in, it is such a joy <laughs> to have food brought to me that I like, mm-hmm. um, that I always put in a little note. I tip as best I can, and I always put in a little note that just says, like, I hope you know how much I appreciate you bringing me this food I like, because, like, I'm stuck in my house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm, and then, and then under that, I put, do not knock, only, <laughs> do not knock, dogs will hear you anyway, you know, like, stuff <laughs> like that. Um but uh so food has been a big thing. Have you you've had some food, right? In in general? Yes. Yeah, but but I'm having I'm not having the food isn't making me isn't comforting me cuz I'm past that part of of the depression and anxiety and I'm to the part where food tastes weird, mostly like sugar or oh, yeah. salt. Um not that I can't taste it. It just doesn't taste good. Um, so I'm like, and I lost a little bit of weight cause I've been so stressed. So now I'm like, I have to eat all of the food and I don't want to eat the food, but I gotta <laughs> eat it. So well, nausea, nausea is a major part of your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is not on mine. Um, if anything, I have a curse that is the opposite. 
like somebody could be like, Hey Henrik, do you want to like go for a jog? And I'll be like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm a little fat, but I can jog. And they're like, and then it'll be like, Oh yeah. What did you eat today? And I'll be like, Oh, just, you know, sushi. And then a big Mac, like an hour and a half later. And be like, Oh, is that why you don't want to jog? I'm like, no, I, my stomach feels fine. It's just big. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just that I'm overweight. <laughs> So, uh, but I mean, but yeah, so I, I know that generally speaking, there are foods that bring you comfort though. Well, yeah, and th- there are, and, and I eat when I'm nauseous, like that's not a, an issue because there are different kinds of nausea. Um, so it's not the kind where I'm like, where it's not usually the kind where I'm like, wow, I'm probably going to throw up. Um, so I'll continue to eat anyway. Uh, and, th- but right now, even the foods I like, I'm just like, eh. I don't know. Like I had a pizza and pretty much every night I was just like, I got to finish eating this pizza and Giggs is trying to eat it too. So I have to eat it really quick because she's like in my face and I can't even put my plate on the table anymore. So I'm (laughs) holding it and like turning to the side because she's like, I'm going to touch the pizza. I don't even think she wants to eat it. I think she just wants to touch it. it. Yeah. Yeah. She did get, she got one piece of crust. She like pulled it off the plate at one point and I was going to let her play with it. And then I was like, ah, there was a lot of garlic on that. So I took yeah. it away and she didn't see me take it away. So then she looked down again and she was like, what happened? And she was like looking for it. And I felt really bad. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I see, I have the opposite problem. I'm sitting around at like 1130 at night and I'm like, you know, there are two slices of stuffed crust pizza in the fridge. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm not even hungry. It's like, yeah, but if there's no pizza tomorrow, then you can make or buy other food. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> if I eat food now, then I can eat food tomorrow. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm only laughing because I'm just like, like there is no greater truth than what I just said. Like, <laughs> Like, it's impossible for me to be more candid about exactly what my brain thinks than that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so food has been a big thing um, mm-hmm. for me. It always has been a big comfort thing for me anyway. Um, when this all started, I <clears throat> filled my shopping cart with things I don't usually get, which is I don't usually get comfort food at the grocery store. I usually get try to get healthier food at the grocery store and then mm-hmm. just not eat it and order junk food instead. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you know, uh, so, but instead I was like getting stuff that I find really, really comforting, you know, macaroni and cheese, sandwich stuff, uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs have been really nice because some days it's like, I just want a nice meal. I mean, that feels good to eat and I don't want to spend more than 18 seconds preparing it. Yeah. And that's what, and then the Lord saith hot dogs. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so food has been one, unfortunately not super positive. I I can tell I've gained some weight. (laughs) So whoops. Um, ah, you know what? I, I'll live. It'll be okay. Um, but so that's been one big comfort factor. Do you have anything that you feel has brought you any comfort or solace? Um, uh, um, wait, we can, we can do this. Okay. I'm I'm listening. Not really. Um, actually, uh, a lot of the anime that I was looking forward to was, was, um, postponed because of COVID-19. So that was, that's tough because I'm normally like, oh, I can look forward to this thing. Um, 
So pretty much, I guess, I guess the, you know, what we talked about last week, like that watch party was kind of nice and helped me. And then that's about it. That was, I, I enjoyed the watch party where we watched Gurren Lagann. I, wa- I enjoyed that a lot. And you and me are going to be watching some more Mob Psycho via the online thing real soon. So okay, once I'm, I get my I'm shit here. together. <laughs> okay, I'm here. But uh, yeah, nothing's nothing's really helping except. No, that's not true. Um, but it's different because I'm like tr- I'm just trying to come up with plans and schemes oh okay there we go what's made me feel what's been comforting to me is that masks have become socially acceptable and i'm just like trying to make things as weird as possible for myself (laughs) i know Um, that's like that's like what i want to do it's like first i was like when this was when this was starting i was like i don't know man if this really happens like do i get to dress weird and then i did get to dress weird but it's not weird enough now because no, now no. everybody has masks and we all look weird. So I've got to make my mask weirder. So things that you are keeping me going ears. is like crafting. Yeah. You need but bunny I just, ears. I saw somebody with a mask and bunny ears and I don't remember what friend it was, but I was just like, you gotta be kidding me dude. Like that was going to be my thing. Um, but when you, I've shown you my, 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 uh, my epidemic shroud. Mm-hmm, I wear yeah. this, this big turquoise colored gaudy, uh, poncho. Um, until it gets too hot to wear it, which is pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like what I've been wearing every time I leave the house for anything during the pandemic is this big gaudy poncho that I love. <laughs> and it really looks great with a ball cap and a mask. I really look insane. I, I like it. <laughs> Thank you. You need a poncho. You would look um, good in a poncho. Maybe, but I like, I'm hot enough already wearing two masks. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, and also, but I need to find protective eyewear that I like, because so I can look really crazy all the time. But I, don't know. <laughs> I love weird Michelle so much. <laughs> um. So okay. So so on the positive side, I would call that more good to middle good. I would call that good. Uh, yeah. outfit options, adjusting, yeah. <laughs> being able to wear wild masks and stuff. Okay. Okay. I could dig on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got is I can look weird. <laughs> I can look weird. That's good though. That's good. <laughs> but I like, I'm a little annoyed because, um, the way my job works, I don't see a lot of the people I work for. Um, normally I video call with them, but I can't do that right now. Cause I, I don't have like a ton, like I don't have unlimited, uh, uh, data. So, and everything is just kind of over the phone for right now when I'm at work. So they don't get to see how weird I look. So the only people who get to see are like the people in the supermarket and then my, <laughs> the people who are under me. And I like want everyone to know that I look weird <laughs> because this is important. <laughs> My favorite thing about this show is bringing passionate Michelle to the masses. <laughs> it's important. So, um, well, I hope you get some bunny ears. I thank you. I don't know. Maybe I'll just do that like really dumb weave thing and I'll buy some headphones that have cat ears. Um, <laughs> that is the dumb weave thing to do. Yeah. And maybe they'll like light up. 
And for some reason, I'll just wear them at work without any sound in them. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, uh, beyond that, let's see. Um, one thing that I've really enjoyed doing, um, I'm doing it later today, is live streaming. And I've live streamed a bunch in the past and felt kind of okay about it. Like it's fun enough. Um, just being on like Facebook live and talking to people and stuff like that. But I had this crazy idea right when the quarantine stuff started to build this set that looks like the woods behind me and put like a firelight underneath me mm-hmm. <laughs> and read uh, scary stories from a book just live while people watch. And, uh, I called it uncle Henny's campfire stories and I do it every Wednesday night at eight o'clock and, uh, for two hours roughly. And I have been having so much fun and just looking forward to it all day long. Good. I, Um, it's been really fun. So, and the best part is I'm reading like stupid kids short stories and I love them. I get so into them. They're, they're, they're so, so much fun. They're so mean though. Everybody so, always dies. Well, I, I, I've mentioned that on the, on the stream that mm-hmm. like, it's so funny. These are four kids I've been reading from the series of books, scary stories for sleepovers. Um, and all of them end with unhappy endings. But it makes sense because that's what would like scare your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like, you know, and then there's resolution and da 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 da. No, yeah. no. It's and then the child is turned into a tree where birds will poop on him for all eternity. And that's the end of the story. Man. You know, like I yeah. like that though. Um it's fun. So I've already read through one entire scary stories for sleepovers book and I'm about halfway through another one mm-hmm. reading them live. It's even meaner, honestly. It's, that first one, I'm reading the original one now because I finally got a copy of it. In fact, today, today, <laughs> I sent you a picture earlier. Today, mm-hmm. seven books came in the mail. Wow. I went on a buying spree because they're like $6 each uh, with shipping. So like I bought like I was like, I want the whole the whole series then. Um. But yeah, that one's really mean. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I've, I've been reading those and I find reading out loud to be very therapeutic um, and relaxing. And I really enjoy, you know, chatting with people. And also, I mean, I feel like I would be like disingenuous if I didn't mention, I put up a tip link if people want to tip me while I'm re- for reading and people have been shockingly generous because, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much out of work, although the work is starting to ramp back up mm-hmm. and I'm starting to earn money again. Um, people have been so generous that like nearly every night when I live stream, I make enough money for that week's groceries at least. That's great. It's been, it's been really like, and when I say grocery, I mean, and the dog's food. I mean, like, like it's been really moving. And people have included these wonderful things. Like some people are donating. I mean, I, I literally put up the little thingy for Venmo and PayPal and I'm thinking like a dollar, two dollars, mm-hmm. just like throw something in. People are, people have given like 20 bucks, 25 bucks with little notes saying how much they look forward to it every single week. Aww. And one guy wrote me and told me that his son, who's like seven or eight years old, sits with his dad and they listen to it together until his son gets sleepy and then he puts him to bed. Aww. 
And I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. Like, I feel so good hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's been it's been really a joyful experience um, reading for people and uh, watching their enthusiasm grow um, and just having something to do every week. I, I have to take a shower and do my mustache and make sure I look okay. Cause I got to do, you know, I got to do the live read, man. I got to, I got to hang out with these people cause we're all stuck at home. Yeah. You know, or you know, we're home after a long day, a very long day. <laughs> so yeah, it's been, it's been really awesome. It's been a really awesome experience. And that's something Good. that never would have come about. In fact, <clears throat> the craziest thing is I always mention, you know, we're doing this, to, you know, spend time together while we're social distancing. And I've had people email and message me on Facebook just specifically saying, like, please tell me you're not going to stop doing it when the lockdown's over. Like, please tell me you're going to keep doing it. And I'm like, I guess I could keep doing it. At least, you know, maybe not, you know, maybe I'll take, you know, a month off here and there. But like, because mm-hmm. I mean, is reading, gosh, two forces. That'd be eight hours of reading out loud live a month. That's a lot. Wow. <laughs> but I could I could see doing it for a couple of months on end and then taking a break and then doing it again and bringing mm-hmm. it back randomly and stuff like that. That's fun. Or yeah, or I think like last week you were saying like well maybe like once a month or like once every other week or something like that. Yeah. Too. Yeah, so I mean yeah, I'm feeling good about it. So <clears throat> that is one huge silver lining that has come out of it and I've made new friends from it. Like it's so interesting how like a lot of the people who come in and comment are people you you know, obviously I know and that I talk mm-hmm. to, but then every now and then there's like a couple of names. I'm like who are these people? And then like the next day they're commenting more on my Facebook posts. Cool. You know, they're friends of friends or maybe people I knew in very much passing and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like a part of my regular social media routine, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Cool. It's nice to have, you know, people to talk to. Um yeah. It's it's nice. I remember hugs <laughs> and laughter. I remember those things. So, um, but yeah, so that's one positivity, positive element. Um, yeah, definitely positive. Yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think of another really positive thing. Cause I mean, there've been, uh, unfortunately there've been a lot of negatives and things that are like heartbreakingly difficult for me, to be honest. Um, I haven't seen my mother like seen, I, I saw her, um, from six feet apart with a mask, both of us wearing masks when I stopped by to drop off some stuff for them. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't, I haven't spent time with my mother in six weeks. Yeah. And my mother lives down the road. So that sucks. Mm -hmm. I generally would have lunch with my mother at least once a week. I'm a mama's boy. I really am a mama's boy. I mean, my mom and I have a friendship to where like we make a plan like, you know, Tuesday we're going to have lunch. And then like sometimes I'll text her or she'll text me on like Friday at like 10 a.m. and be like, do you want to have lunch? What are you doing? And we'll have an impromptu lunch too. You know, um, we enjoy each other's company a lot. And, um, it's really, it sucks. And like, it's really hard. Cause like I haven't, I used to live far away. I mean, not super far away, but I used to live, you know, 600 miles from where I am right now. And you know, my mom would send me messages. I miss you and stuff like that. And I miss you too. It is so weird sending my mom. I miss you messages. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and her sending and her sending me I love you and miss you and I'm like this is so weird. I mean, you know, I'd get those on rare occasion when I'm on a long trip. Right. You know, if I was gone for like seven or eight days or something. But the fact that I'm just at home and mom saying, you know, I love and miss you. And I'm like, I love and miss you too. And then I'm like, this is so freaking weird. Yeah. <sighs> so that's weird. I know you haven't seen your your mom. Did you, have you seen your dad? Didn't he stop by early on in this whole mess or was that right before it? This mess. No, it, he didn't. He wasn't here. He it was like before, um, but it was like in like February or something. Oh, okay, that's what I'm remembering. So it's All been right. it's been a while. Um, yeah. and then I haven't seen my mom. I actually saw her. I think like right before this all started, just because I just happened to. But we don't. I live about an hour from her, so I don't see her all the time. And I haven't yeah. seen her at all since uh, this all started. So yeah, luckily your mom lives with your younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good that she's not alone, you know, yeah. totally alone, you know? Um, and my mom's married, so she has, she's not alone either, which is mm-hmm. good. Honestly, I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, like, I don't know what I would, I don't know how I would take it if my mom were like living alone. Cause I would hate her being alone all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I would feel the same way. Yeah. So, um, and my mom, you know, my mom appreciates how adamant I am that I protect her health. But I mean, I think my mom would be like, just come over, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, and I'm pretty low risk. Um, I don't really interact with anybody except one person who interacts with a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the, that's the negative, you know, part. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, hopefully I'm hoping, you know, in a few more weeks, maybe I'll feel okay visiting my mom and stuff. I hope it's, so. It's hard, you know? Yeah. Well, because, you know, we live in different, you and I live in different states. So, like, here, we're doing pretty well with being able to admit people who have complications mm-hmm. and related to COVID-19 and everything. And I know where you are, you guys are doing pretty good, too. Um, I guess. Well, after a very rocky beginning. Um, and, I mean, your numbers are still, you're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Um Basically. But no, there's just this, there's this moment I'm realizing as, as we're talking about opening the state again, we're talking about Ohio, we're going to start opening gradual, you know, gradual opening of businesses starting May 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I'm realizing is like, wow, well, this is going to end, <clears throat> you know, obviously lots of people are still going to be social distancing for probably a few more weeks at least. Um, and even then things won't be exactly the same, you know, or whatever, but, uh, my point is that like there is a point where we have to be comfortable with the fact that like yeah you're still probably going to get it the whole goal wasn't to keep you from getting it ever mm-hmm. it was just to keep you from getting it when there was no hospital beds yeah you know so that's but that's like hard for me cuz like then i have to realize like oh yeah that is that is the end game the end game is that i'll be able to go see my mom and it's just that if i or my mom gets sick we'll we'll if we need a hospital we'll be able to go and be taken care of. Yeah. And I, I appreciate how, um, that there's a word that I'm, I don't, it doesn't matter. I, I, I appreciate that train of thought. That's not the way that I feel, but uh-huh. I appreciate how, that. How, how do you feel? I don't know when I can see my family again, honestly, I am too high risk and I'm not, I don't want to put them at risk. And I, I don't know when I'm going to feel comfortable. Um, so no, it's a hard spot to be in. Um, and the counties around you are like out of control compared to like where I live. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's totally different. Um, and yeah, in my county in particular, I mean, out of the counties that I have people that I know in, is we have the most cases. I mean, besides Philly, but I don't. Yeah. Whatever. Um. So I mean, we're we're definitely still trending up. We're not leveling off. Um. So it's going to be for for people in in my area. It's going to be a lot longer than May first. You know, my governor said like May eighth. Um. He's going to start opening things up, but he didn't. I don't think he meant here. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, um, it makes sense that your state's going to do a county approach because you've always done a county a county approach. Mm-hmm. I mean, you started locking down things counties uh, as yeah. counties. Um, so it it would only make sense that you would continue that. Makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, over here we. You know, well, we did everything perfectly. So yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, everything's perfect. I mean, I don't, I still don't like your numbers as a state because I look at them. But <laughs> as as your particular county, you look, you're still looking pretty good. Well, and our numbers as a state, unfortunately, uh, have been impacted heavily by that prison. Right, Where that that added almost two thousand yeah, infected just from that prison. So, yeah. um, and I'm not saying that like you know, so our numbers aren't that bad, but but I mean, so we do have a microcosm where it's grown immensely, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and there's really no way to slow it down. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's affected our numbers a lot, but our deaths are really low. That's um, good. Which is good, but no, my point is that like, even if I don't see my mother for another four weeks, mm-hmm. when I do see her you know, four weeks, five weeks, whatever, I, we're still going to have to be operating under the understanding that like she may get it, mm-hmm. but that it, she's in a better circumstance to, if she gets it now. Mm-hmm. And that's something, I mean, they've been saying that from the beginning. Right. Um, but it's still kind of hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. Cause a lot of people, and I don't blame them feel like, you know, since they're staying home all the time and since they're not touching people and not, you know, whatever that, you know, the goal is to not get it. Mm-hmm. And it really isn't because that's not really the realistic goal to never get it. You know, it's it's a little bit it's complicated, though, because. Because uh-huh. like it's only affected a very small portion of the population. Well, we, at this we point. assume we don't know. Well, we have. Well, assuming that that we think, you know, well, like unless you know, 75% of the people are asymptomatic or something. But there are some, there are some colleges and stuff that are estimating that it may be that high. I mean, if that's true, then we actually don't really have that much to worry about if we open back up um, at all. But, but if, but if it's not true and only 25% of the people are asymptomatic or like most people aren't, then if we open back up and the percentage of people who've been infected is like in, which in my uh, town is like 0.33 percent mm-hmm. um that it's kind of insane to open back up when most of the people have not been exposed to it and it's very likely that we would still overwhelm hospitals if people got sick um so i don't know i don't know no, i mean i don't have an answer I don't. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm just like, because it's like, we're definitely operating under the assumption that like, yeah, we're flattening it. So this takes longer, but, but, but like, you know, less people are in a situation where they can't get medical treatment, but then we're also operating under the assumption that enough of it is passed that we're not going to have a big spike, but that only works if enough people have gotten it 
or if well, we're have well, we have enough testing and we're able. So to what you're saying people. is we should never have locked down. That way, more people would have gotten it. I'm saying we should never <laughs> open up again. <laughs> Everybody has to work from home, even me. I don't know how how I'm going to do that. Well, I mean, I I could do that, but you the rest could, of the yeah. people couldn't. So I would just be like, "Hey, guys, you have to work from home, but like, we you still have to get the groceries." So. Just think about it. Maybe it'll happen. I don't know. <laughs> Just think about it. Maybe yeah. it'll manifest. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how Boy, it works. I wish I had bananas. Exactly. Hey. There we go. Maybe every. Maybe we need to start seriously thinking about making a, a replicator. Maybe this is the time. Well, I mean... See, now you're you're just dogging me by referencing Star Trek. You're just trying to get me to go on another direction, another <laughs> tangent. Nice try. But no, uh I don't I yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious, you know, I would love to know what the real infectious rate is. Mm-hmm. And we're so far away from knowing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really hard element. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a really hard element. I mean, if 75% of the people who get it, let's say, are asymptomatic, then that means, and let's say 1% of the people in Yaden are infected, which they are, that means that really, like, a lot more of the population is infected. Well, and I, I just wonder. I mean, we it must be a it must be a large portion that's asymptomatic because it's supposed to spread really fast and easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't know though. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that like if not a lot of people have been impacted by it, and you open up, then a lot of people will get impacted by it, and we should be in the same position that we mm-hmm. we're afraid about being in. Well, one one positive to be the Pollyanna is, uh, you know, saying that they're going to start reopening. At least it's in nine days. So that's nine more days of these things being implemented. I mean, mm. as we're talking right now, because actually by the time people are hearing this, it'll probably be May or yeah. almost May. It's um, going to be May. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. Because <laughs> you've got cabin fever. I don't. Stir crazy. I really don't. Stir. I just going to say it louder over <laughs> you. That's, that's the method. I haven't even been home for 24 hours yet. Oh, um, yes, I have. But it's it's been like it's been like 26 hours. So <sighs> you and your show off. Uh, um, But no, so that's all I'm saying is that I'm just like, I don't know. You know, it, yeah, there's just a lot of uncertainty, which I guess is the name of everything right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, but we did name some positive things, goddammit. Bef- yeah, before we got not positive anymore. Before you started talking about everyone dying, which yeah. is what you believe will happen. Yeah, so. It's just everyone will die. Everyone will um, die. Yeah, I, I, I do... <sighs> I I would have to do the research, but I can see why people are adamant about getting the economy going again, mm-hmm. because there will be a point. I just don't know when that point would be. There will be a point when it will be more devastating to human life, but I don't know when that point is. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I literally don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I know that it is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and not only possible, it is likely that someday we would, if we just stayed locked down, eventually we would get to a point where it would be more damning to human life. Uh huh. I just have no idea when that would be. Yeah. 
uh, or if we're anywhere near it, which we might be. There's no way to know right now. For me, I, I have no way of knowing. Yeah. Because I am just some idiot in my in my office. So, <laughs> but yeah. Supposed to end on a positive note, Michelle. I, I didn't. Do, I didn't do this. I'm not the one who started talking about the economy. <laughs> well, say something positive. Uh, Giggs is on the table, and she is trying to. I don't know what she's doing, but she's messing with my computer. Uh oh. <laughs> she's she's like, you're done podcasting, mom. It's oh. t- it's time to be done. Pretty much. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.